Welcome to a Merry Christmas Eve episode of the podcast. Um, I am joined by James. Hello. Lindsay. Hi. And surprisingly, I couldn't believe this, on his first appearance on the podcast, Ryan Haley. Hi, everyone. My name is Ryan Haley. I'm an editor at Funhouse. Been there a couple of years now. Uh, it's good, <laughs> good to meet you guys. Uh, yep. pl- pleasure to be here on the show, everybody. Ryan nice is really y'all. concerned that the Dude Soup audience wouldn't know who he is. Okay. That, I mean, it's a whole other beat. Uh, there's is probably people that just listen to Dude Soup that are now for the first time being like, who the hell is this voice? Who is Ryan? And I'm trying to tell them. I don't believe that. I don't well, know if I believe that either. They might learn a lot about you today, especially in terms of your viewpoints or some stories, because what we're doing today on the show... Um, due to obvious mm-hmm. pandemic restrictions, we can't really crowd around a fireplace and drink eggnog together and share mm-hmm. stories Fuck. like we usually would mm-hmm. at Fun House every year. Um, so I gathered three of my loved ones <coughs> here digitally with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, by Ryan's suggestion, I put a little fireplace I love that. on my mm-hmm. mind. I love it feels so it warm. A great idea. Still cold. Uh, audio listeners, warm in my hands <laughs> you your wish fire. you were watching. And, uh, well, I wanted us to be visited by three Christmas ghosts, oh, <laughs> but okay. instead we're just visited by the uh, insatiable, thought-provoking users of Ask Reddit. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> okay. Which, if you're close enough. unfamiliar with Ask Reddit, is, of course, a subreddit where people can ask any question. And then, One of my favorites. I, I love it. And then Reddit but, will, you know, provide their, their thoughts. I, I'm, only, I'm only a little bit familiar. Is it mainly, are they funny questions? Are they serious questions? What's the general vibe of the Ask Reddit questions? It's a mix, right, yeah. Lindsay? Mm-hmm. I would, I would yeah, yes. it's a mix. There's people who will ask a question and they'll put a little like tag on it that says serious. Like, I want serious stories. I want serious answers. Mm. There's sometimes a question and the answer, like the whole thread is full of memes. Um, mm-hmm. And it's... It's it's one of my favorite subreddits, like for sure, because I just love reading people's stories. And sometimes people like are really good writers, and they write like stuff that changes your life, honestly. <laughs> and sometimes See, it's I, shit posting. So <laughs> I would be scared that the stories I was reading were bullshit, and they were just made up to farm that sweet karma that's, on Reddit. They that's could how be. I feel about Reddit. They yeah. could be. But if it's an entertaining story, and he, and maybe you might learn a little something, doesn't matter. I have a black heart of coal, so oh, okay. <laughs> there's no magic in the world to me. And if you're, before we start the questions, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, we might occasionally commentate because James is playing the tourist. Yes, with a Y. Uh, uh, it's oh, it's so with a cute. Y? <laughs> yeah, tourist. Tourist. Uh, what oh. is this game? Uh, I've been wanting to play it for a while. It's a game about this guy who goes. To just to relax on a deserted island, like a vacation island, but there's mysteries. Dream. There's mysteries of Unbound or whatever. So does he have a mustache? Uh, yeah, it looks like he's got a mustache okay. and cool glasses. Um, he but yeah, like so Tom it's Selleck. like he does look like I, that. Must yeah. be intentional, right? Yeah. Uh, this could I'm be sorry. you if you grew a mustache. Do they That's usually true. play games on Dude Soup? I'm I'm not familiar. So, okay, so yeah, my first episode here. So years ago when we did Dude Soup we would have someone always playing a game. Especially before we had a set, it was just, you know, a little bit of something to to have that was mm-hmm. 
you know, because the visuals weren't really that inspiring. Because yeah. we were but, doing it on the gameplay recording yeah. set or whatever you want to call that. But then we moved to a set and it sort of became a distraction um, or a complication. And so we, we lost the, the gameplay. But recently I was like, I don't know, it's just kind of like an extra little thing. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe you're not 100% into the podcast, but you enjoy watching somebody play a game. Mm-hmm. And so Got you it. like the little flavor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so I picked some questions that I thought you guys might be into. Okay. But I can also awesome. find some more. Uh, my first question is topical, um, which is, you live completely alone. On Christmas night, you wake up to find presents in your living room. What do you do? Wait, on mm. Christmas night? I, wake I up. Yeah, the, the, fr- the question is phrased. I think they mean Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, Christmas Eve. Um, I open them and I play with my new toys. not phrased, Grace. I think what they mean is you wake up in the morning yeah. to find yeah. presents in your living room. Uh, oh. So Santa is real, is what they're saying. Uh, or your stalker. Well, yeah, I say or some. What I guess I guess my question is, what are the presents? Are they are they things they're that wrapped. only I would know that I would them. love? Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I th- in this scenario, it assumes that I did open the presents. By the way. Uh, well i think that's the first question because you know you you could be a little nervous and sketched out Mm -hmm. and be like are these is this ricin or something is this some bomb that was a bunch of bombs (laughs) that's your first thought is that might be ricin yeah it it could be just i don't know what the fuck so all these random (laughs) presents are in my house Uh, i'd be scared Mm -hmm. but i would open them and play with my toys assuming it's not ricin (laughs) would you have the moment where you stop and think maybe this is someone in in my life who's trying to surprise me like a, a loved one that's yeah, I would. My second thought, my last thought would be that Santa is real and that he actually came to my house. Lindsay, how old are you? <laughs> what I I was just you know I was just like hey, I'm the spirit of Christmas. Oh okay. <laughs> so Lindsay's first thought is Santa is real. <laughs> no, my, my first thought would honestly be fear. <laughs> I'd be like, what the, f- <laughs> what? See, I don't generally go to fear for most things. <laughs> Maybe it's because of Have your big muscles. No, not muscles. It? Just I just generally don't assume that I would be the target of something. So oh, my mind heinous. always thinks I'm in a horror oh. movie. So my mind would be like, yeah. is there a severed head in one of those boxes? Yeah. And is it mine? Oh, that would be razor. <laughs> and then suddenly you're looking out from the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess my second thought would be, did Dan leave these presents for us? Because he's got the spare key to our apartment. That's true. It must have been. It would have had to have been Dan. <laughs> <laughs> my thought would be, I'm gonna go check my ring doorbell. And find Santa Ooh. on it. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I only I, had a ring doorbell. I mean, I think it is sketchy. For me, it would, like, it would definitely depend on what the presents are. Mm-hmm. You know, because <laughs> okay. sometimes there's pleasant surprises. You never know. Not everything. Not not everything that surprises you in your life is bad. Sometimes Brand new you get dumbbells. good surprises. Like someone, yeah, broke into your house. Well, it probably wouldn't be dumbbells because. They're out of stock everywhere. A kiddie pool of creatine. I feel Ooh. like this is also a similar concept of when you get something from Amazon that you didn't order, and that happened to me, and it was scary. So that's my answer. It was scary. Because you get oh, something, right, and right. you're like, yeah, I yeah. didn't order yeah. this. Like, how did this get here? Because it means that somebody knows where you are, and they sent you stuff. And mm-hmm. what's their intention? Is it good? Yeah. Is it evil? So, Santa, are you good? Are you evil? Why are you putting shit under my tree? What was in the box? Do you remember? Yes. I don't well, want to say because I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, you don't have to say because you yeah. don't want to encourage it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I see. 
I had we a thing once where a, a package <laughs> accidentally got delivered to us and absentmindedly I just started opening it because it was with co- a couple other packages and then it was like all this underwear and I was like I didn't order this underwear and then I realized it was our neighbor oh and so then I had to go <laughs> and be like I opened, I all opened your, underwear. your underwear I found all your crotchless panties <laughs> <laughs> And these ones that taste weird? I took them all for a speed run because um, I thought it was a gift from Santa. Very. You should have been, like, very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Anyways. All right. Here's the next question. Back in the day, how did people watch porn online if there was only one computer in the house and no incognito mode? Uh, well, I mean, you just watched you, you it. Were, <laughs> you just you watched, watched it. it. And then and then without realizing it, you you sentence the owner of that computer to be riddled with like all <laughs> kinds of like porn ads or whatever viruses that's i mean that's that's how it worked well and you could just save the, the the picture probably and then put on your secret folder that says like tax documents mm-hmm. and then that's your porno folder I was, i'm guessing that also like back in the days when somebody had one computer in their household that online porn probably wasn't as popular as like you know VHS porn or like a porn mm-hmm. magazine. Yeah. I feel like and you that, also... there was that shift eventually when people got more personal computers and I don't know the history of porn um, but you know I imagine that's when online porn <laughs> skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people in the comments agree with you Lindsay because this one person says watch streaming was just a dream back then even the lowest quality video took days to download you had a Mm. hidden folder of pictures and if you were lucky you had a color Uh printer to print them out oh i didn't (laughs) i didn't have any i mean i didn't really i guess i didn't really just based off the timeline of things didn't really like have access to porn until like laptops or whatever in privacy in college or whatever was a thing but uh see I, i i would look at it and just draw it by memory later that's how I would save mine. Oh, always um, an artist. <laughs> you could sell those paintings. Paintings now? I still need them, Elise. Oh. Um, <laughs> Ryan's uh, on a twenty gig a month internet cap. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. I didn't know that they offered those, but he somehow found it. I will never forget <clears throat> being at. Uh, it was a. It was a seventh grade basketball. Uh, end of the year seventh grade basketball party, and we were at Mern's house, and uh, and he showed us all porn for the first time, and oh Whoa. man, my mind was blown, and I wanted to gag. It was disgusting. <sighs> like he he threw, he sh- the first porn we saw was weird, and uh, uh, and I remember me and two other people we left the room like a. Uh, responsible kids like my mom had taught me to and I mm-hmm. and then later on when everyone when all the parents found out about the porn party I they go well Ryan left because he's a good oh, kid I want wow. that to be known I'm a good kid I'm one of the three good kids in the party did your mom say slash to you, Ryan, loser if, slash dork slash nerd I was gonna say, did yeah. your mom have the talk where she was like Ryan if you ever at a basketball end of your party and one of your friends tries to show you porn you leave the room Yes, and I did. I did exactly her wishes. So I Very feel smart. like I scored. I'm child of the year, basically. Yeah, did but your... when you left the room, you just drew it, and then you had it for. That's true. I have it was your... to this day. <laughs> was your were your parents like Ryan? You're such a good kid. Here's a reward, and it was more porn. Yeah, it was. Porn <laughs> <back>. <laughs> here's our. It was, here's our Catholic porn book. that we don't want to. Well, you can only watch. <laughs> yeah. Look at this here's Christian porn. Here's a new porn. sketchbook, son. <laughs> we noticed that Nuns you love your wild. drawings. 
We know. Did you? You didn't answer, Elise. How did you look at porn when there was only one computer in the house? Yeah, Elise. I mean, I didn't. What? A likely story. You went to the public library like the rest of us. I I didn't. I just at the basketball parties. What? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> She's the one who didn't uh, leave the room. Uh-huh, yeah. Next question. Elise is the one bringing it to all the other kids. <laughs> and then and going, what? look at Ryan. Look at him take his tail between his legs. <laughs> That's not his tail. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> How much would you pay to go to Jurassic World? Jurassic World? Uh, I'd pay a ton of money because there's a Margaritaville there. <laughs> I was gonna say, Way is more it more like a, is it a resort type of thing, like where you have to pay for a resort, or is it like a day pass type of thing? No, that was for sure a resort. I mean, I don't know the the true economics of Jurassic World, but just looking at it and knowing no, that on. there is a Margaritaville there, it's for sure because you gotta like fly in. Yeah, you have to stay a minimum yeah. of like what two days to justify the flight in. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, and I yeah, I assume they have you all set up there to do whatever you need to. So. Yeah, but have have they, have they gotten all the kinks worked out on these things? I mean, I've I've seen these movies; they never end well. Um, no, I think they got it. They figured it out this time. Plus, they oh, have yes. a really big new uh, invisible dinosaur that they can't wait to show off. I hate that movie. <laughs> I feel the if question not, is: Would you pay to go? Right? Because I don't need to I, go. I would pay to go if it was guaranteed that the the dinosaurs would not get out of their cages. <laughs> but if we're talking like me going to Jurassic World knowing that this all the shit's going to go down, I, I don't want to pay money for that. I want to leave that place. Well, you can't know for certain. I mean, you don't know anytime you go to Disney or whatever, you don't know that there isn't going to be a, a crazy thing happening there. Right? Oh, yeah, you like do. Like something going wild. Yeah. Do you know? I don't know. What if the There's not a franchise of... Crazy? of of Disney disaster films, James. There is. It's called Westworld. Okay? Oh. And that's what Michael uh-huh. Crichton wrote before Jurassic Jurassic Park, is he wrote Westworld, which is about an amusement park that goes crazy. So there is. <laughs> okay. The, all I'm Disney. saying is yes. The answer is 100% yes. Well, okay. I so go to Margaritaville. <laughs> dinosaurs have been, have been cloned, brought back to life. This is the only place you can see them. I would pay for the two-day trip. Mm-hmm. Thinking of my personal finances, or mm-hmm. what I assume could be my personal finances at the time, anywhere from ten thousand to fifteen thousand dollars. That was this my is dinosaurs. Ballpark. That was my ballpark. Yeah. Really? This is dinosaurs. Seeing up like close dinosaurs. Oh. But hey, Elise. No, hypothetically, I think like twelve hundred. Yeah, Ryan. Twelve hundred dollars. That's like I mean, barely a Burning Man I'm, ticket. I'm talking about this is this is my flight into the park. This is my board, you know, at the hotel there or whatever, and then my admission to the park. For yeah, two days. I get it. Yeah, I know, but you go to like Hawaii, a resort in Hawaii. There aren't dinosaurs can... there. I mean, there's How birds, which Ryan, used to be back dinosaurs. Back me up, Ryan. Back me up here, Ryan. On what part? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said that you also would spend ten to fifteen k. Well, yeah. I mean, we're talking dinosaurs here. We're talking a miracle of of science and biology. And I, I've always wanted to see dinosaurs. Yeah, to especially get to go up close and personal to the dinosaurs. I think ten to fifteen thousand dollars is steep but fair. Although, Elise, hypothetically, hey, I'm a travel agent. I have a ticket. It's worth sixteen thousand dollars. Are you not going to take that ticket? This is You're really going to. This is the ticket. It's the my. It, 
entry to the park, my board, and the flight. It's everything. Over. It's everything that you just said you'd spend max 15 on. I'm just trying to push your limit to see how far I'll do you... The, I'll do the 16. Okay, the 16, so your right. limit was off. All right, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> here, here's the thing, too, is that I'm thinking of the park's economics, too, because there's a, a degree of exclusivity here. They can't just have, a, you know, it's not like they can have a ton of people coming in. There's a whole endeavor that goes into this of flying people in. It's an island. Mm-hmm. You have to pay... Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Like they're not just going to be giving away these these passes. Okay. No, I agree. I I honest. I think my honest opinion: if dinosaurs were brought back into this world, and they were put at a park, and you could go to the park and see them, I probably would have not a ton of urgency because photos would leak, and I'd be like, "Oh, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Dinosaurs exist." What? But I don't think that I feel. I I don't think that me personally, James Willems needs to go somewhere to see dinosaurs in person especially considering i have seen jurassic park which has essentially shown me dinosaurs and that goat's going to stand there for hours and i might not see anything do you ever so, go to the movie theater james do you like going uh, to the movie theater? not as so much anymore but yeah i love okay them. but back in the day i know you like to go to the movie theater why would you ever go to the movie theater you can just find all that shit on youtube or something you know why would you uh, uh go spend for the fun exclusive experience up close and personal when you could just, you know, pay nothing and get it later. A picture of a a movie. That a more accurate metaphor is uh answer the man's question. Why would you go to a military why would you go to the movie theaters when you could go to a military museum? You watch Saving would you rather watch Saving Private Ryan in in a in a movie theater or would you rather go to a military (laughs) museum and touch a tank? Answer and I don't care about touching the, the tank. Question. He didn't have a really question. He asked me if I went to the movies. <laughs> well, no, it's like if you would you rather go to say would you rather watch <clears throat> sorry would you rather watch Saving Private Ryan on a, yes. on, a, on a on your iPhone or uh-huh. would you rather get uh, uh, pay eight thousand dollars to get in a time machine go back to Normandy on D Day or whatever and in oh a safe no I'd rather watch Saving and, Private and, Ryan and watch a thousand there. times what a thousand what times say? I would rather watch say? Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, so ten to fifteen k. Got it. Moving on. I would. I would do like if like between like fifteen hundred and like twenty two hundred dollars for like that a multi day a multi day trip. It ha- it's basically Coachella. have to be a vacation for me. So think about this. All, like like all these Russian billionaires and stuff are going to pay like. Two hundred thousand to a to like a million just to go to outer space for like forty five yeah, minutes here. That's because and they're Russian you're not billionaires. Ten to fifty thousand dollars on dinos. No, I'm not. Oh, okay, I would actually well. rather go to space probably because I feel like that's like an experience. You are this, uh, you have seen dinosaurs. Into space. Is an <laughs> but dinosaurs is the same as a zoo. Like zoos are fun because of the ambiance and presentation of the zoo, but not because I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I saw I was a uh, hundred yards away from a cheetah. Because you don't you don't find wonder in in the natural world. That's well, why I just think like I, I, can, do. I, I can I can appreciate the wonder. Yeah, I do. Someone can tell me something is true, and I can believe them without having to go to that place and then and with my own eyes and and nose and senses breathe that thing in. I'm, I, so if someone goes, cheetahs exist and they're really cool, and they show me a picture of a cheetah, I will go, "That's pretty cool." You're right; they do, they are cool. And it's then, not just that, that cheetahs exist; it. it's that hey, James, here's cheetahs that existed a bazillion years ago, and we made them exist today by poof. 
miracle DNA. That, I mean, mm-hmm. that's different than a normal. Yeah, but zoo. say this is like two year two or three into the into the park's opening, and like the novelty's worn off, and it's like it's so all new. Like, sure, yeah, Lindsay. dinosaurs came back three years ago. Lindsay, what? what if I told you there are rides there too? What if I told you you were describing the plot of Jurassic World? We need to move on. We need to move on because this is clearly a hot button issue. I'm sure it's going to come up in callbacks later in the show. Um, later in the year. Next, next, ask a question that Lindsay can get in on here. Okay. okay. Forget milk and cookies. What does Santa really want you to leave out for him? Whiskey. Whiskey. Santa want to get wasted. But he's got a he's got a fly, Lindsay. What if he's your last stop? No, the reindeer are flying, and he's just more like jumping in and out of chimneys, you know. Right. I guess so. They're, he's they're flying them. it. I'm gonna say two tickets to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Fully paid for <laughs> tickets. Maybe mm-hmm. so. I I mean I think. I mean he's probably probably get him something healthy, you know, like a protein bar or something or a protein shake, so he has some Santa energy. Santa doesn't want that. Because he's if you give him all that sugar and cookies, he's gonna burn out. And there's gonna be some kids. They're gonna miss. He's gonna. He's gonna go pass over all of Africa. You are making all the wrong answers today. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If any, if there's any answer that's what does Santa want besides milk and cookies? It's booze. It's not protein bars. Yeah, it's it's either booze or Ryan. Well, I, it's booze I, I or Ryan. A, a little. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'd go a little stronger to be honest. Uh, and d- d- some, Cocaine. Uh, well, no, some hardcore psychedelics for Santa. Oh, to me, okay. Santa's probably you know he's. Thousands and thousands of years old. He's probably a little jaded. Novelty of Christmas is probably worn off a little bit. I'd want to give him some a little head change to to really spice up Christmas. Kind of kind of get him get him back to his roots to kind of have him remember why he got into the game in the first place. Okay. Uh, so I'd, 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 that's what I'd do for Santa. High quality James. liquid LSD, a whole cup of it in a, you... in a Christmas glass mug. Oh, sorry, Lindsay. Were you going to say something about the game? I just, I really want to see him jump up and get one of these. He, James has been trying to jump on these like pillars and trees, and and I've watched you do it a few times, and each time I'm like, did you learn something new that's going to let you get up there? Because how well, are you going to do it? Well, you can climb in this game too. I, he has oh, different okay. quests, and I'm a little unclear on what to do to accomplish said quest. But anyway, okay. anyways, back to the conversation. Uh, Ryan, do you expect him to take these? then and there that night yeah i expect him to just chug it right there i mean santa it's i get the feeling that he's a wild man that he will do about just about anything for a good old jolly laugh and uh yeah he probably would just not think twice he'd probably see it he'd see my cup mug it would in sharpie and tape it would say liquid lsd for santa and he would go and then he'd just take it you believe that santa is a wild man Yes, do you not? So you believe in Santa, and earlier you made fun of me because you said, <laughs> I'm, I'm an adult, Lindsay. Remember that? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Oh, Cold God. on my, it. My, my wires are all crossed. Uh, yeah, I do believe in Santa, Lindsay, and I think That's he's right. real and takes drugs. <laughs> That's <laughs> I right. Just made, I was lying to you before. There That's are times when Ryan Moore believes in Santa, and that's when he is imbibing of Santa's uh, LSD. <laughs> I have to question if the drugs would even work on him because he's magical. Oh, I thought you were going to say because he's like 9,000 pounds and <laughs> might not course through his, <laughs> his body. Well, can we find examples of Santa or any sort of mythical creature having, like, experiencing drugs? I feel like there must be something like out there. Like in literature? Yeah, in literature. 
I'm going to leave out my neighbor's panties for him. There you oh, go. yeah. How did you get those again? Oh, because I, I, their package got included with ours, and I accidentally oh, okay. opened it. That's the easiest explanation. Next question. Here we go. Uh, girls. Oh, sorry. Yes. It's taking a while to load. Girls with super long acrylic nails. How do you wipe your butt without hurting yourself? I'll handle this one, oh, please. Jesus. Super <laughs> long acrylic it? nails. I've never had super long, like super long. I've had acrylic nails, but I don't go too long because just seems confusing. But there are times when, like, you know, you can't grab stuff, and you kind of have to do like this thing where you where you like pick it up by like putting your fingers like this and like picking stuff up like that. Is it worth it? So you're you're creating no. That's why I don't like ever get them. Yeah, you make like you you pick stuff up with like the sides of your fingers, like ripping yeah, but open. How do you bag. wipe the crevice of your butt? Well, I've never had that OPS. problem because my nails have never been that long. I mean, I'll say this. I feel like, same I way. Feel like this? tons of people probably have filthy butts without realizing it. I think this is just one of those one of those categories of, the, yeah. of these are just people with filthy butts and they just don't Or they just it. have a bidet and they don't even have to worry about they, it. Long yeah. nails all day, bidet in my bootay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some, some uh, I actually... Them. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, Ryan. Um, I was just going to say, uh, uh, I have an answer to this, a solution to this. I made a video about Ooh, it. Please. It's, uh, you yeah. can look it up on YouTube. It's called butt condoms. Um, uh, never wipe again with butt condoms or condoms for your butt. So you literally, right before you poop, you would just, you put it, you wrap it around your butt and then you poop and then you take the butt condom off. Never have to wipe again. How does that? So that's I the don't solution. understand how it works. How does is that? Is it just saran wrap on your ass? Does the poop not just smush yes, into your butt? Yes, it's literally saran wrap on your ass. Yes, um, with a little hole for the poop to come out of, uh, and uh, that's exact. Any more questions? I guess I'm a little confused. I do have questions. Yes. So yes, how does the condom go up inside your anus? So that way it <laughs> does. So that way when the poop comes out, it doesn't actually make contact with the yes. exterior because the whole idea is you got to prevent your butt from getting dirty right right so there's a little part that the, the, the you you shove the tip of the butt condom up into your anus then, okay. then you the, you spread the rest out around the, the cheeks so that basically your entire butt and in an inner anus is is wrapped in plastic and then when Why you are poop, you going around the cheeks though because it feels like if you're already if the cheeks are involved it's already too late for you you're already going to get it, filthy it, it, butt. The, the, the cheeks, having them wrapped around the cheeks kind of helps hold the whole thing in place, James. That's okay. why you would All do right. that. Do you um, sell different then, sizes, like for people who have magnum shits? Do you have like magnum you make your, you, butt you, condoms? You basically, you, you make your own. Uh, uh, you you cut out your own size of your butt. You sized your own butt, and then you uh, uh, you, you do it yourself. Is it, yeah. is it, it's too much work, yeah. Is it like work. when, you, get, a when bidet. you get a mouth guard? <laughs> And they say you have to boil the mouth guard, and then, uh, and then you like when it's not fully cool but still like hot, and the ground is the the mouth guard is malleable. That's when you bite exactly. down to take the shape. That is, I could not have come up with a better metaphor myself, James. Oh, that was oh, oh, <laughs> you, you know how butt condoms work. <laughs> uh, some of the responses in the comments, you know, take a lot of toilet paper, wrap it around your hand, so it can yeah. create like a, a toilet paper mitt. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, it's like a Q-tip for your hand. Yeah. So one, one, I think mitt's better. One person <laughs> here says it's not easy. I I scratched up my vagina a ton when I used to work, oh. have acrylic nails. Oh, because <laughs> is it because they would make they would do like a pincer shape, hold the toilet paper, 
that would be what they use on the butthole. But then, of course, that means that the nails continue forward and you would scratch your vagina. No, I can't exactly say, James. Okay, all right. God. Uh, but yeah, that's that's that. Uh, 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 people with long acrylic nails, you know ASMR and stuff. I, the the mm-hmm. one ASMR I would like is somebody with long acrylic nails typing on a keyboard, like at a DMV, for like ten hours. Oh, that's yeah. a nice sound. You know, just go <laughs> send the DMV. <laughs> okay, it's true. Just make it. Just don't make an appointment, and just have to be at the DMV. But I want to record it, record it, and get that sweet YouTube ASMR yeah. money. There you go. Ryan, do you are you looking for a woman that just has really, really long nails? No, I, 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 I really I don't like uh, it kind of freaks me out. It's like an extra 10 appendages you have that are do all you, long and uh, it looks like alien kind of um, fangs. Um, it freaks me you, out. No. Do you like when the nails are so long that they pierce the nails and then they have little Ooh, jangly things hanging, oh. hanging <laughs> off? Like they have like piercings coming off the nails i don't I think, no i don't like I think, that oh okay all right i think the long nails look good i think the short nails look good look yeah, i don't mean to yeah. uh criticize them with long nails teach their own you just i was asked mm-hmm. a very specific question <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> well here's here's a more uplifting question okay what is your favorite small way to spread positivity mm, i mean i i try and say please and thank you to strangers and uh, and especially like service staff or anything like that, I try and say please and thank you as much as possible. It seems like it's it's just it it costs nothing, it requires yeah. nothing, and I think it does at least show a small appreciation for the and respect for the people around you, whether or not they are all bastards. But you have to work to do it. It doesn't come naturally. No, <laughs> you said it, you said it was a simple thing. <laughs> One thing that was like, I was like, that's not really difficult. (laughs) One thing I noticed that I've been doing a lot, and it's sort of just by default, instead of just being like, oh, thanks, is I just tell people, like, I say, oh, I appreciate your time. And I don't know why I started doing that, or maybe I picked it up from somebody else. But like, if somebody tells me that, I'm like, oh, wow, like, okay, cool, like, thank you like I'm glad you know and and it's just something I started saying by default just telling letting people know that I appreciate their time because time is valuable time is all we have it is (laughs) and I think that's really considerate of you because like a lot of people like just don't really consider other people's time yeah and I like I try to always be like punctual for stuff because I'm like this person is giving their time to do this yeah you know I want to I want to be considerate of that yeah Everybody got what else? Ryan doesn't have any answer for this. I know. I I, I was thinking about. I I was. I think a small thing that uh, is fun to do that is uh, like tipping people that should that that don't normally get tipped. You know, Mm. like uh, a McDonald's drive-through worker. Like, hey, don't even like give them an option. Just be like, oh yeah, three bucks. Here you go. Take it. Hmm. And then just they're like, ah. Then you drive away. Um, there, you know things like that. That's nice. uh, people are like, oh, cool! I got extra money for no. Thank you. One one of my first jobs was at a movie theater, and Someone I like that, yeah. I was like one of the few competent, like responsible, like fifteen year olds that they mm-hmm. felt like they could trust me with money. So I immediately got put on concessions, and mm-hmm. uh, and they uh, there was I, I mean I would just work 
all kinds of evenings against people who were so rude or whatever. And there was one, but there was one guy who came in and then wanted to tip me for me helping him at the concessions thing. And I honestly didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, yeah. and then, and so, and so I was like, uh, I took this money and I was holding it. And he was like, that's for you. <laughs> and I was like, uh, like I, I honestly didn't know how to handle that. And like, like, he started to walk away and then came back because he was like, don't put that in the register. <laughs> so I was like, he was aware that he was tipping someone who doesn't get tipped. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was kind of How much funny. was it? It was like five bucks. Oh. Right, but it was enough okay. to go to the Jurassic Park theme park. I was just like, I was like, what do I do? But that's, there's there's what, what if he had slipped you two tickets to? Ooh. Um, <laughs> GP. It JP. was also, though... It was like, you know, there's a ton of security cameras because, again, I'm the only one of the few teens who's trustworthy or whatever. So, like, there would always be things where some, oh, so-and-so got fired because he was not putting the money back. Or you'd be like, oh, my register added up. And then they would just go and find the point where you did it. So I was like, I don't know what to do with this. There's a camera. This guy gave me money. He's telling me to put the money in my pocket. But there's a camera right behind me that he doesn't know or care about that is telling me not to put any money in my pocket. Yeah. So... What if he said, what if he says, I, I just blacked out all the cameras right before I did this. You're, oh, yeah. hey, who are you, mister? <laughs> Enjoy that fiver. I'm about to do. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah. So well, I appreciate that, Ryan. But I do think that you may put your, someone in a sticky situation. In jeopardy. Like was put with me. I mean, what are they going to do, though? Are they going to literally have to go and go, sorry, boss, somebody gave me extra money. I, you guys here, Arby's can have it. You know? Well, no, <laughs> true story. When I worked at Panera Bread, we weren't like, and this is over a decade ago. Like, I think they can take tips now, but we were not allowed to take tips. If people offered us money, we had to like be like, oh, no, I can't accept it. And we had to refuse, which was kind of bullshit when you know, I'm like, OK, what? why was I allowed to take a tip? That's but yeah, that's we would tell people they could donate it chains. to charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would be yeah. like, oh, you can donate to charity, which is like fine, too. But sometimes somebody like, you know, wants to just show appreciation to the person who's providing a service to them. And we, we literally had to refuse. Yeah. I think it's yeah. nice of you, Ryan. I think I do. Yeah. It's nice, it's really nice. But someone's going to get fired and probably has no. been fired several times over because of what you said. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, it was right. worth me feeling good for the rest of the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just imagine you driving off and, I'm thinking about good vibrations. And it cuts yeah. back to the manager yelling I'm walking at the employee. On sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, more questions to come, but first a word from our sponsor. You know those times when you're getting hangry and you want to eat, but you want burgers and your muscular, attractive, and funny partner wants pizza and you can't decide? Well, there's something for everyone on DoorDash. Let me tell you. Also, it helps support local restaurants in your community, okay? Thousands of restaurants are open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving. Right now, right to your door, right now. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contact list delivery drop-off setting. I've used it. It works great. 
With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Get a little piece of cake on the side. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code DUDESOUP. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees. That's really important. On your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code DUDESOUP. Don't forget, <laughs> that's code DUDESOUP. $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Guys, what does your ideal heaven or afterlife look like? Oh, man, just a silent blackness for all of the <laughs> Finally rest. <laughs> um, um, I, I honestly, I kind of like, I don't have like beliefs or anything, but I... What? You don't believe in it? You're a total nihilist? Jesus, Lindsay, I didn't know that about you. I don't have any religious beliefs. Oh. But I, a small part of me does kind of think that reincarnation could be possible. What? So I think that it's just a cycle and you just go through it over and over and over again. I, mean, I love I th- that you have no religious beliefs, but the craziest, one of the craziest ones, you fully is subscribe. Is that any crazier so than where do all these blank so, souls come uh, from, okay? Is, I think about what Lindsay's talking about, but from a scientific perspective of, but we are all just atoms. Stars. And yeah. we go back into, you know, the the... Mm-hmm. the universe yeah. and get well, repurposed into something. And my, so my thinking, sometimes I think like, would I even want to be buried in a coffin? I want my body to go right back in to oh, the ground. Yeah. To the Light source. me a blaze. Make me a tree. <laughs> yeah. Grip it and rip it. I'm a tree now. Um, to, turn me into a person either. The, the moon dust argument is like, that's hardly reincarnation to me. Cause it's basically just, reusing raw materials you know to me reincarnation yeah. when people actually talk about it, it's like your soul and and you know your life you your everything you are is is transferred sure. into another entity yeah and you, you can remember maybe unlock being... memories and shit you yeah know? it's like i don't believe that personally. no but i don't think that when you're reincarnated like and you're in the life like okay for example i potentially i'm already a reincarnated being I don't think that I ha- I don't know about my past life, but when I die, I'll come out of the matrix and I'll be like, <laughs> well, I'm here and I know one. everything and this life was cool. And so, okay, here's all the lives. Just put me back in. And then I go in and I'm a baby and I don't know shit again. Now you're talking simulation theory. That's my theory. That's the one <laughs> I'm subscribed to. All right. Oh. So yeah, Whoa, heaven is just the- Kindred the- spirits. Heaven is just the room, the, the matrix room we're in that we, where our computer is hooked up to. Yeah. Hopefully there's lots I, of Mountain Dew there. I have a couple theories on it. Um, my first and most scientific one is, you know, you hear about people, um, you hear about people like having near-death experiences and then, uh, and then like, you know, they saw heaven or whatever. And then you also hear about when... When people drown, because people have drowned and people have almost drowned, the brain does this thing where it freaks out, and then it just goes, like, preserve! (laughs) It just, like, so, like, it basically, like, slows down, it dilates time, and it just makes you think that you're not, it's like, you're at peace. Like, even though you're underwater and your brain is dying or whatever, it, like, floods you with endorphins, and it goes, you are at peace now. So I think... Probably for most people, that's heaven, right? 
is this drama? Just the chemical reaction it's, that's it's, happening it's, in their brain. It's a, oh. it's an endorphin, a massive sure. endorphin release. But if you've ever done mind altering drugs, you know how time can become a non thing. Like it's only when you're truly coherent is like time. Otherwise, you're like sitting on the couch and you're like, oh my god, I've been here for hours and it's been five minutes. So I think pose to y'all what was your ideal heaven, not what you think heaven is. So I and in gonna... mine, we can talk with our dogs. Okay. In mine, you, uh, you are reunited with your dogs of your past life, and you can all communicate now, and it's a happy utopia. All right. I like that one. Uh, I like uh, uh, lots of music. I want there to just be cool um, shows everywhere that I can go to, go see all the dead musicians I never got to go see. That's BJ Novak from The Office. He has an essay that he wrote about which is kind of about that where like every night in heaven you can go see some other elvis is performing hell yeah um, you know. one time cool. i saw bj novak in a starbucks and i feel like that's probably my heaven so oh Wait, you got a bj in a starbucks <laughs> what happened i saw him in a starbucks oh. on beverly on beverly yeah on beverly no yes on beverly by la brea did you talk to him no I'm the kind of person, if I see a celebrity, I'm just like, I'll leave them alone. But yeah. I saw them. And I'll remember this for a couple of weeks. Unless it doesn't mean anything, then I won't. I get that. Mm. Do you have an ideal heaven? Is yeah, it Yeah, sure. Coco. Because <laughs> I like... My favorite thing about Coco... My favorite thing about Coco is that they go to this really cool, awesome place. The movie Coco. Mm-hmm. The movie Coco. Uh, in the afterlife. But it's still very... Um, it's still very much like there's a hierarchy so like some people are still very poor if you're poor yeah. in life you're even more poor in coco world or whatever and then uh and then if you're rich coco in life world. you're even more rich in coco world and I then, thought the, and then the best was people that loved you in life oh i was gonna say and to then just get back right and then mm-hmm. but the people that love you could be people that don't know you or don't care that's why celebrities are rich in coco world oh. um yeah but uh, I, I love that aspect of it, too. And then I love the idea of if you're too poor in Coco World, you you have to die again. <laughs> that one guy that dies alone. I loved Coco. Me, too. Yeah. I cried. <laughs> what will become more popular this Christmas because of coronavirus? What uh, will become more popular this Christmas because of coronavirus? Yeah, the there's a the top comment in Reddit is is great, which is hand sanitizer as a gift. Okay, I guess so. I'd be pissed. <laughs> masks for sure. Stylish Gucci masks. Uh, Vaccines? Think, yeah, I hope so. I think just like doing stuff because everyone's staying home, doing like you may have put in, you know, this amount of effort for your own personal christmas experience in past years but this year people will go to the nth degree they'll be they'll do full christmas light scenes in their yards their house mm-hmm. will be decorated more than they usually decorate because they're compensating for the fact that they're not going somewhere mm-hmm. or seeing people okay i can see that I, uh streaming service gift cards what's stuff that people are forced uh, to do at home mm-hmm. <laughs> Or, like, remote experiences will be gifted to people. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like people, if it's anything like how it's been for uh, Elise and I, I feel like people are going to be so, like, 
overwhelmed with being home. Like the idea of getting some like things, physical things is like kind of overwhelming because it's like, I, there's no more space. There's no, there's like, there's nothing else. I can't, I've lived in this place for forever. There's no physical thing you can provide me that will make up for the fact that I can't go out and socialize with my friends and like do the things that I want to yeah. do. Um, but maybe that's just me being cynical. My parents, my parents also were like, by the way, if you're thinking about sending us Christmas gifts, it better not be anything physical. We're getting rid of everything. <laughs> and then they sent me a bunch of pictures of trophies from my youth. And they're like, these are gone. <laughs> Memories. Yeah. Another question. What does it take to be your best friend? Hmm. Uh... Um, Got to be funny. Got to make pe me laugh. Mm -hmm. And... You just gotta have similar values, I feel like, as the person. You gotta believe in reincarnation. You gotta believe yeah. in the Matrix. Strict. <laughs> Those are different things, Lindsay. Um. <laughs> An extra ticket uh. to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Hold on, is it Jurassic Park or Jurassic World? I'm getting confused. Jurassic Park, I believe, was the question. I don't know how to no, answer no, the World. best question, best friend one. Are they just asking how, like... What do you like your friends to be like or your best friend? What do they have to do to be your best friend? It sounds like a, a, something like a five-year-old would ask. What are you going to do to be my best friend? Um, I, yeah, I have a lot of – my friends are all pretty different people. I feel like I don't have a standard type. Yeah, I think like I you get know. to a certain uh, point in adulthood where you're like, I have my close circle mm -hmm. of people. Uh -huh. um, for me, it's like you got to have a certain certain slice of like that kind of comedic cynicism mm -hmm. um, yes. where like if I'm going to make a joke to you, that's going to be a little bit darker mm -hmm. or not negative, but it's going to have like a slice to it. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be yeah. like like you're going to you're going to roll with it, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to fuck with your friends and have them be into it. Yeah. I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I feel like I feel like a sign of a good friend is someone who knows your intentions with things. Yeah. Totally. Like like if they're like, why would you say that? You're like, no, but I, I don't mean that. Like I'm That's just what I'm it's a joke. You gotta have you know? similar like, values so if you understand, you know, that you both have good values, but you know, maybe you can cut it deep a little bit. I think mm -hmm. another one for me is uh um liking movies, weirdly. Oh yeah, that is very important. There's some people out there who just don't like movies. They're like, no, I don't care for them. Did you see this movie? No, yeah. I don't like movies. Conversely, Lindsay isn't super into movies, but she is into TV. Mm -hmm. Which is the new movie. Which is the new movie, you're right. <laughs> that is a good I, one, though. There's, see, so it's half of that, right? Because I often find that people will say, have you seen this? And I'll be like, no. I mean, you know, not all films, but there's like a lot of films that I just haven't seen. But... You know, yeah, if you I do love the art of film and I love filmmaking and I love, um, you know, like stories being told in a cinematic way. So it's like I feel like that's what you're looking for. Maybe like when somebody yeah. likes movies, you don't need to you like all the same movies, movies but no. you got to appreciate it. Yeah, because like, yeah, Lindsay I do may love not TV. have seen some <laughs> movies, but she's she's seen most movies and yeah, went to film school. So like, yeah. And I have seen a lot of TV. 
Catching up mm-hmm. on the crown. Almost in season four. <laughs> we just skipped ahead to season four. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Diana. Yeah. I guess I guess you can. It's all it's relative to history. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Whatever. Anyways. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so I guess uh Coco. Okay. <laughs> you have to like Coco. Um what phrase from a movie, show, cartoon, etc., have you incorporated into your life? Oh man. Um when I saw the movie being there, the uh, Peter Sellers, Peter mm-hmm. Sellers, Hal Chaun- Ashby movie, Chance the Gardener, Chance the Gardener. It ends. The last line you hear is uh, <clears throat> is the the grandpa from Problem Child saying, um, and dot dot dot, and life is a state of mind. And I remember just like that movie, like the credits rolling. I'm just like, listen, I'm like life's a state of mind. Life is a state. And then he walks on water. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. main character. You know. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, and I, that always stuck with me. And just like being like, oh, it's just like a mindset. You can choose. You can, you know, be in a shitty situation, suffering or whatever. But you can, you know, trick your mind into mm-hmm. not feeling I, that way. You, you just say- how you can cho- choose your own feelings sometimes. You know, and that stuck with me and help my life knowing you that is a very ryan mantra to have <laughs> like it fits mm-hmm. complete it fits so well mm-hmm. that you would that that would resonate you. with you yeah well, good <laughs> mine would be what's up doc oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and mine are like a lot less eloquent than that for example yeah. given how many times i've seen the office there are so many things from the office that i just will either say there are lots of things that I'll say silently to myself because if I, I feel like if I say them out loud in a situation there's a big chance that no one will know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. yeah. but I say this is the worst oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot to myself <laughs> um, or if I'm going on a trip I'll always say like two tickets to paradise pack your bags we're leaving the day after tomorrow like there's just so much yeah. that uh, from there mm-hmm. and I feel like there's definitely Simpsons things you know, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Yeah. But I... I mean, probably the thing that the most pop culture-y reference thing that I reference the most are the Jesus footprints in the sand yes. for whatever reason, which, is, <laughs> which isn't even from the Bible. It's just some sort of poem someone wrote in like the 50s or whatever. But I, I think it has such comedic potential. It, part of it, I love it because it just shows the pompousness of someone who like believes like what the fuck, Jesus, is, like, one of the funniest things I think a religious person could ever say. And so, and that's essentially what the whole heart of that story is. And I think it's just endlessly applicable to, like, anytime someone is disappointed, you just go, well, there was only one set of footprints in the sand because, you know, whatever, your mom was carrying you or whatever. I think it's so funny. And then the other one would be... uh, uh, Probably like I didn't save anything for the swim back. From oh yeah, Gattaca. that you say a lot. Or you say, "Did I do that?" I do say, I, and I lean back really far. Lara. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure there's more. I'm sure people can emphasize, say, from just going through videos, things sure. that I've taken from places. But those are the first two that stood out to me. I think a lot of things from friends. So, I get it. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff Chandler says. Like, the cushion is the essence of the chair. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do Which, say pivot a lot. Oh, yeah, pivot, yeah, pivot is stuff. great. Uh, Monica! You know, I don't know what that is. I, I didn't know what said. that was. Oh, That's Monica. Ross saying Monica, yeah. 
Maka. <laughs> so yeah, do that. And uh, there's some. Sometimes I'll say things from the movie You've Got Mail, which is, you know, I wanted talked about be. before. Yeah, I wanted to be. You, you don't so do uh, things from the shop around the corner. What? Uh, we, the movie we were literally watching last night. Really? <laughs> yeah. I fell asleep. Well, again, for the second time, she fell asleep. But yes, <laughs> we were watching Shop Around the Corner. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what are you doing here? You're trying to get a job at my shop, Mr. Mystic, or whatever his name is called. Mr. Mystic. Anyway. My American online trial ran out. I need, <laughs> yeah, great I need who's got my mail? Who's, who's got my mail? Oh, well, where's my, my mail gone? <laughs> what feature of your car did you not understand for a long time? That's a good one. Hmm. The thing that I always see referenced online is people go, well, if you look closely at the symbol of your uh, gas tank, it'll have a little arrow that shows you which side of the, your mm -hmm. car your gas oh, tank yeah. is on. Here's a feature I still don't understand. On my car, maybe there's like a video of this somewhere. There's like these around like I think the um, miles per hour gauge. There's these green and blue lights. And they're only green at one time, or they're only blue at one time, and they change while I'm driving, and I don't know what, why, and I'm like, is it because I'm slowing down? Is it because I'm speeding up? Is it because I'm braking? Do you have Let's a hybrid change. or anything? No, well, I have like a, a a Honda, so it does have like the econ mode, but it's not a hybrid or anything, like it's not electric at all, so, but it does have like a gas saving mode, but I don't think it changes like anything versus when I have it on versus when I have it off. I don't know what it is. I could probably look it up. I won't. Somebody's going to tell me in the comments, What's this, you idiot? And I'll be like, okay. Oh, I'm not guys. reading You don't have comment. to phrase it that way. Come on, guys. Yeah, be nicer to me. <laughs> be nice. Um, <laughs> I, oh. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. Um, I always forget that I can pull my back seat back and access my trunk from inside my car. So, like, I'll be, like, driving sometimes, like, on a road trip. I'll be like, damn it, I don't want to, like, pull. I need to get something out of my trunk, but I want to pull over. And then I'll tell some, oh, yeah, oh, wait, person in the back, can you just pull the seat and you can go mm -hmm. to my trunk and get that thing for me? Mm -hmm. um, please get that Is joint. it a body? Oh. Um, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a body. My, for me, it's, like, the, wind, the windshield wiper um, little, like, switch that I feel like I can never get it aligned back that's just me. Mm. Okay. That's just me. Uh, before I so embarrass myself, crazy? Any... they keep going crazy. Well, I just I feel like it's I never know when it's like properly aligned back to the starting place. But that's not. Got it. Now, a word from more of our sponsors. This holiday season, the best deal in wireless can be found at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile, you can buy any three-month plan and get another three months for free. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you safely order from home and maximizes your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month. John Smith is a big proponent of Mint Mobile. He saves anywhere from $40 to $60 a month. If, if you want to save, save like Smith. I always say Mint Mobile eliminates the traditional cost of retail and passes those savings along to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. And like I said... 
for a limited time, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three months for free by going to mintmobile.com slash dude. That's mintmobile.com slash dude. And cut your wireless savings bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash D-U-D-E. Thank you, Mint Mobile. Man, we've, we've gotten through a lot of questions. Um, I had a question that was a little bit more specific. I, I wanted to rephrase it to Funhouse. Aliens okay. come out and, and announce themselves as being amongst our world for centuries, claiming they've been here blending in as humans. Who do you know in Funhouse that has the most potential for being Ryan. an undercover alien? Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Jacob was the one. That oh, was Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. Matt Peak. <laughs> Jacob's good. Mm, um, no, Matt Peak seems pretty human. He seems one of the more reasonable people at the company. <laughs> I mean, if someone was like, it's you, you just didn't know, a la Battlestar Galactica, I'd be like, all right. You say so. I can see it being you, James. I Could agree. be me. I got no problems with that. I'll, t- yeah, I'll I mean, take it, whatever it, card is dealt. You're kind of like the 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 Clark Kent Superman version of like, oh, we're gonna send this per. This is what Alien's idea of a man looks like. <laughs> oh, is it? That's, that's flattering. I guess <laughs> it's James. We'll send our only ch- son to save mm-hmm. Earth. Mm-hmm. I vote. I believe Jacob. Yeah, I believe that could be possible. Yeah, there's no way Jacob is real. A hundred percent, he's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> he was made in a lab. Zero percent chance he's a real person. <laughs> well, especially when you look at like how much Jacob has changed. He's like changed a lot. Like when you look at Jacob when he was like 13 years old, he looks like a completely different person. I've only I seen think pictures that's because his yeah. DNA is different. I haven't, yeah, I haven't. I mean, seen I've only pictures. seen pictures too. I didn't know Jacob when he was thirteen. Oh, but <laughs> no, I haven't seen these pictures. I, where do I find these pictures? A baby um, Jacob. I don't. I mean, I've just seen them around. I guess you could ask Jacob for them. <laughs> You've seen uh, them around. Yeah, I mean, I've known Jacob for a really long time, so I'm kind of, <laughs> okay. I got, I kind right, of familiar right. with his. He discovered him when he was thirteen. I mean, also, also, I guess I've worked with, he was our first intern, so I've worked with yeah. Jacob for a really long time, too. Um, but, I mean, even more so, like, oh, there's a video going around. There's, like, a video Jacob made about, like, with an exploding car or something that was on a YouTube channel, and it okay, went around. Jacob, Jacob near unrecognizable, wow. is a different person. So, I can't wait. Yeah, I think that also helps the case if you see a young Jacob. To think that he's an alien. Also, his time dilation. I think, <laughs> oh yes, that is a big consideration. Yeah, he's got so true. much time. He's doing it all. What does falling in love feel like? Oof. Um, you two should be as telling us. Thank you very much. Oh wow! I like that you kaboom. I like that you kaboom, Lindsay. There. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. I I had a boyfriend, Lindsay. <laughs> My bad. All right, you guys all tell me then, motherfuckers. <laughs> you have you ever like thought you've fallen in love, Ryan? Not to get too personal. You don't have to. Uh, yeah, I've been in love. I was in love in college, and uh, it was awesome. It was cool. But now she's in love and married with someone else, so it's over. Damn it. <laughs> oh, hang on. We've got a call coming in. Oh, oh. God. No. <laughs> what? Uh, she's getting a she divorce? Wants, Ryan, she wants to give it another. Really? She's going to leave her <laughs> husband? Just got married this year. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> Pandemic hits reliable. hard. That was quick, dude. Um, I think. Choose your words carefully, witch. It's indescribable. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can't Don't describe you it. You shouldn't, you shouldn't try. Um, it could be at a risk for your personal safety if you do. Um, so 
Don't do it. I, I mean, I think there's different forms. I would say there is... There's business love. There's business love. And then there's getting some business love. Um, I mean, I think... That, but I think there are there's, like, different forms of love. But I think some certain ones that are, like, objectively the strongest are, like, the ones that form from a place of, like, actual respect and, yeah. you know, admiration for one another... And, uh, and appreciation and appreciation and stuff like that. I think those types of things are the more strong ones. And those generally come, I feel like from friendships and not that you have to be friends beforehand to know, but I think there's this like toxic, it's a toxic masculine thing that I've heard a lot where it's like, Oh, your wife or your significant other or whatever can't be your best friend. And I don't necessarily agree with that. Disagree. I think that I think that mentality is is toxic and is probably going to have a negative influence on your ability to find a relationship that's meaningful meaningful for you. Sure, I think there's also yeah. value though to having some people are just like my partner is my my only friend. Yeah, oh for but sure. I think like having other strong. Yeah, I mean having other people that establish a different identity help like you know yeah. like a stronger identity for yourself is 100 percent the case. But I think. The kinds of things that you feel toward a friend, which is I choose to be around you because yeah. I enjoy being around you because being around you provides me with something. Um, and I want you to as well be happy around me, I think, is probably the strongest foundation for love that you can have, in my opinion. I, uh, well, Ryan. I agree with what Elise said about, you know, it, it, it's like. You kind of just know when you're, you know, you're around, it's a vibe thing. You're around somebody and then it's like, okay, this, this person's awesome. And then you kind of work backwards to me. It's like, like, okay, now let's get to know each other better, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, But without the, I've never personally been like, oh, we kind of get along a little bit. And then over time, gradually, like we get, we, it got way stronger. I mean, that happens, but it's more just like Mm -hmm. one of those, like for sure, you kind of know from the get go a little bit, but then you can, the flip side of that is that you can kind of get too picky, I guess, or something where it's like, okay, or, or, or you're around somebody for a little bit and then it's like, well, this isn't working and you move on, but maybe it would have worked. I don't know. Would um, you ever do something like be the guinea pig on a show like the bachelor? No, fuck no. <laughs> so I'm an active watcher. I don't want that of kind of the, attention of the bachelor and the show. I watch it because it's hilariously entertaining. Um, and it's, to me, I, I think about, like, how could people do that? Like, you have to be a certain kind of person for sure. And it's like, while I'm the kind of person who can enjoy watching the shit show and the tears, um, it's like, you have to be okay with, if you're the bachelor at the person who everybody wants to date, being okay just flipping from guy to guy and i have a hard time just flipping from friend to friend i'm like am i spending enough time with this friend should i call that friend i'm like oh my god and then if you're the opposite you have to be okay with like everybody macking on your girl (laughs) like and and you're supposed to be like buddies with them like imagine like uh you know everybody that you know you you hang out with and then they're also Making out with your girl, well, Lindsay. That's you're so underlooking crazy. the the strength of a bond of an Eskimo brother mm-hmm. here. Okay, oh, yeah. this is right. Yeah. Which is a which is a bond that cannot be challenged or broken. Yep. Well, oh right. boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eskimo bros for life. Your best friend should be an Eskimo bro. 
Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I I think you're what you're saying is very valid, Lindsay. I because like yeah, I don't know that I would do well on a show like that where there are all these other emotions at play beyond just you trying to figure out if you have compatibility with this person. But yeah. are those shows? Do we think people, those people are actually trying to find love, or, or do we fame. think no, that's, a, that's a competition no. show? No, yeah. they're not anymore. No, they're trying to grow their social. They're trying to make their Instagram big. Yeah. That's, I mean, why, that's, that's, that's why like, I watch it because it's funny and like funny shit happens and sometimes crazy shit happens, whether or not it's totally produced by a producer or sometimes there are actually people on there who is like, what? Like they weren't supposed to do that. Whoops. Um, and that's Lindsay, why it's entertaining. But I don't think that there's going to be a happily ever, ever after when I'm watching it. That you know? Bachelorette from this season, it seemed like she just really wanted to find like she was like. I know who I'm oh, yeah. picking. She was like, I'm I good. Didn't I'm good. It, I'm ready to it. go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many, what, what exactly is the success is the, rate on that show? Like, like how, of the, how, how many seasons are they actually together at this point? It's gotta how be less than seasons? five. Like the we're average, married. The average oh, right now. Less than five that are married. Mm, maybe I actually like, I, I, sometimes I do look it up because, um, after the seasons of the bachelor and the bachelorette, They'll often take a whole gaggle of the rejected contestants, put them together on an island, and then it's an even more controversial and entertaining show where they're on the Come beach on, and they're drunk all day. This is real world road rules challenge. That yes. first Bachelorette is still married. I just looked it up. Yeah. So a couple of them, yeah, a couple of them are married. It, Some cool. of them where I, where I'm watching it, like that I've watched, and I'm like, oh, that's a real person. Like I'll be watching it and I'll be like, they shouldn't be on this show. Why are they on this show? And <laughs> then they like, business marriages. They've lived. Well, there's some yeah, people who have lived. Kids. You know, happily ever after for a while. So, you know, good for them. But I, that's that first, not why I watch it. I watch it because it's funny. That first bachelorette's been married for 17 years now. Wow. My God. That's a pretty strong bond there. there that's awesome. They Ryan, should be does that the, give you hope? Are you going to go? For all the shows. The show. <laughs> yeah. This worked. <laughs> they don't want you to know that it works, though. <laughs> I am wondering when they're going to make, like, a regular people bachelorette or bachelor where it's not all these super mega attractive people because like obviously every single guy on there they take off their shirt and it's like uh, uh, and all the yeah, girls are like super look. skinny i Lindsay, want bachelorette the bachelorette <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want what i would I'd love it, and i've said this before maybe even tweeted it is i i would watch the shit out of a reality dating show show where it's widows widowers trying to find love like they were married for you know 45 years, their partner who they love dearly passed away. Mm -hmm. Sad. Okay, there's an emotional aspect here. Yeah, that sounds like they're, a sad show. Mm, they're trying, but they're trying to find love again. And but they, some of them will be rejected. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, but they are trying to. Find I think love that was again. the thing they were casting for is like senior bachelorette. Really? I, mm -hmm. I, I, would, bachelorette. I would love to watch that. I think it'd be even better if maybe it was old men. Gay men. It was no. I didn't, just. I mean, oh. sure. Be old men. I think. I think my ideal version is old men who just lost the the woman that they'd been married to for fifty years or seventy whatever. years 50, <laughs> fifty years or whatever you might have they'd been married for that much time okay and uh, and Make now they're it. trying to find love again except that the person they're trying to find love with is like a nineteen year old oh like college okay. college freshman I see, <laughs> I see. yeah no, like a I just, real dating quick. Show. ABC reverse Cougar dating show. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. Back on February 24th, aired a casting announcement for a new dating show that would feature older contestants looking for love later in life, 65 oh. and up. Oh, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna watch this. And it's like, it's like, what are your interests? Putter, puttering around in the garden. 
Mm-hmm. Calling my grandkids. Yeah. Sleeping, <laughs> napping, voting. Yeah. And I voting, love it. It's going to be so wholesome. And they're all yeah. going to be banging so much. Um, Looks like it's still in the works. Nothing nothing yet. But I will well, definitely because be Because they're that. high risk. They can't film it because they're all high risk. And maybe so it don't take so long for it to come out that we'll be able to get together and have a watch party for it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. We'll have what exactly Monday night. In our 50s. What exactly Mamma is the difference bachelor. between rock and metal music? Say that again. Uh, I feel rock like and metal. The difference between rock and I feel metal. Like Ryan music. would be able to speak to this better than I would, but I definitely feel like rock uses more like the the melodies and stuff in rock are. It was stolen from black people. You can just say it. Well, I've seen Back to the Future. Um, <laughs> I feel like the maybe the melodies are brighter in rock and roll. Like I feel like there's probably more uh, major chords than minor chords and such like i feel like like metal feels darker in general with maybe even a higher uh a higher tempo so that's my opinion ryan thoughts i mean it's hard it depends on what you're you're asking because the word rock is kind of like lost all meaning at this point like in terms of are you talking it's about simple old maroon five rock when roll? you say rock and roll you think maroon five Okay, Maroon 5, there you go, see? <laughs> or do you think Nickelback, or do you think uh, Elvis, or do you think Chuck Berry, or what? Muddy Waters? I guess that's more blues. But uh, anyway, I guess at the end of the day, your, your layman would say that the heavy metal is just more heavily distorted guitar is, I think, the, the crux of it. It's more distorted guitar and, uh, and, and more emphasis on crazier drums. But then rock and roll is very broad and can be lots of things from yeah. Lifehouse <laughs> to okay, you got me. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> Some people in the responses are saying that there's a level of intensity and complexity to metal, which I maybe the in, I don't know if I entirely agree with that. Metal tends is to be not heavier, complexity more distorted. To rock? Eric Clapton's always in a minor key. Is... Oh, there you go. Faster oh, thrash or slower there. doom. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure Ryan might have like a like I know for a fact this is the difference, but maybe but, it is too tough to nail down. Uh, I mean genres of music. I would also say that rock is maybe more of a bigger umbrella than than metal, right? Because a lot of times with music you have these umbrellas, and then inside the umbrella, like because like pop, you can think about pop as a genre, and then it probably crosses over at some point with rock to form absolutely things like. Maroon Five or Nickelback or whatever somewhere in there, um, but then but then within pop you have all these different kinds of like electro pop and like you know, super pop. Heavy metal is totally under the rock umbrella, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. why I don't know talking about music genres. It's like an impossible thing to me because it's like whatever you know, it's mm-hmm. just however it yeah. sounds to you, whatever you it think. Sounds. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel that. My final question to you guys. Knowing what we've talked about today, mm-hmm. about you know, love, finding love, or falling. I've learned love. a lot about y'all today. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know what we've learned about our, you know, past porn mm-hmm. interests. <laughs> yeah. uh, who would be an alien? Mm-hmm. Uh, how we like to spread positivity. All of that. What we think about the afterlife. Talking about everything we th- we've talked about. We've covered a lot um, of ground. We did. Thinking through all that, how much would you pay to go to Jurassic World? 
has it changed? <laughs> has it changed? You know, That's, we've covered a lot of ground. Has, I wouldn't pay. Happens. I'd I'd go when they do the free on your birthday promotion. Okay, I would right. she's, yeah, she's I have changed actually. <laughs> I, my number's gone up because the more I think about it, it's like yeah, ten, fifteen thousand. Like, like I really would drop a lot of this because, like we said before, at the afterlife part, section. Life's short. You know, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen at the end, if you're going to be able to go to Jurassic World in heaven and our ideal heaven or what, or if it's the black silent abyss. So I'm going to live it up, baby. YOLO it up. Drop whatever I need to do on Jurassic World. Why does I'm it gonna cost say, so much? I'm going to say 50 grand. That's what, that's what I love to hear. 50 grand? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I better get the. Go. I better get the, the. I better get the fast pass. I better include the fast pass. <laughs> to what? I don't understand the fast pass to stand behind glass and see a dinosaur. No, 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 James. It, in the Jurassic World, in my mind, it's not just of the zoo where you see dinosaurs like that. You actually get to go ride them, and you can go on like See, camel, That's not Jurassic uh, World, though. <laughs> but this is my version of this is my ideal version okay. of Jurassic World All where right. I get to ride them. Thank Got you, it. Ryan. Thank you. Beautiful. You're welcome, Elise. Thank you. I'm going to say $2,200 tops. Okay. That's no money at all. No, I know. Come on. Don't be cheap. This is your wife you're taking with you, too. Oh, this is just for one ticket. (laughs) That's just for me. Um, Well, thank you guys so much for doing the show. Uh, We have a bunch of new merch in the store. The Funhouse Arcade Collection is really cool, so check it out. Coming up this weekend on the channel... Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay and Among Us played in real life. These are some big ticket videos, people. What? <laughs> Wild time. <laughs> Plus the stirring and epic conclusion of our Filmhouse search for the best holiday movie. This is the, uh, the final episode of our bracket. And, uh, you know, it was a tough one. What's in the finals so right now? Let me evaluate this. What's, uh, what is in the what finals? Is in the, I, I, I don't know if I, can, if I can remember them without spoiling anything damn it i don't remember what part we're at in this to name some stuff i feel yeah. like home alone's probably in the mix home here. alone's in there okay. yeah i don't uh, i can't i can't do it without spoiling anything okay. christmas story. elf in your mix i really want to judge y'all's picks though <laughs> i know you do you're gonna hate them <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night is not there, so you don't have to worry about it. Bullshit. All right, I hate this bracket already. It's, it's, not, it's void. Uh, well, thank you so much to all of you for doing the podcast today. That was a lovely time. Well, thank you Thanks for, for having play me. this game. Yeah. Uh, like questions. I said, my, my name is Ryan Haley. You can find me on the Funhouse channel uh, at Ryan. Can we find you on Twitter? Uh, Ryan's Game Show on Twitter. No, you actually can't. I got blocked today for right. posting right. a cartoon of Snoopy decapitating Charlie Brown. I got to work that out. But anyway... Um, find me out there. It's really good to meet you all out in the audience. I'll be, I'll be around. Uh, thanks for having me. This is just thanks, a whole Ryan. group of people. Thank I you, Ryan. Great guest. You'll be back. You'll be back on the show. What? We don't I'm, know that. I'm sure I was good it. enough to be invited back. We don't know that. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Um, you, can, you can crunch the, the data first in this first episode and see if it's worth it to you. Okay. We will. And thank you so much to everyone watching and listening and subscribing and leaving reviews. Appreciate it. And I hope that you have a really wonderful and safe holiday however you're celebrating it's a tough year so i also hope 2021 is better yeah me too thanks everybody me too